NHL fantasy. All right, everyone. Football's back. We got the Thursday night Hall of Fame game for the Browns and Jets. It's a whomping 6-0. A couple field goals, a lot of punts, a lot of sacks, a lot of Zach Wilson. So pretty boring so far, but podcast 255, October. Start over again. August 3rd, 2023. Um, You can find us at TopShelfFantasy.com, Instagram, Facebook, and X (laughs) at TopShelfFNTSY. X is the new Twitter. It's just weird to say that. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really come around fully on it yet. It's going to be a while. I'm going to take very, very... I'm surprised he hasn't just named it Elon. That's the next update, probably, in like a month. Imagine if he just keeps changing the name. Yeah. Uh, he could. Um, but we kind of taken a break from division previews. It's August. Preseason's like... Now. Know, now. Uh, <laughs> game's on tonight, so... We're going to start a little mock draft, our first one of the offseason. We actually have a it's a 12-team, one QB, two RBs, three wide receivers, tight end, two flex, half PPR, um, and it's filled, which is cool. we able to get a couple of our buddies in last second, so we got a full live mock draft, which should be fun. No dumb computer glitches, so excited for that. Uh, before we get into that, we'll, we'll just do um, just a few new stories going on uh we all know about the jt saga but with that zach moss broke his arm so he's out i don't know is it over a month i mean it's gotta be over a month they said six weeks so they they said ready for week one but i mean it's a broken arm and it's probably gonna linger a little bit into the season um but i mean they have Deion jackson right to back him up so it's it's not so much of a, a, a hurt on the Colts if Jonathan Taylor doesn't if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play and he's sitting out, then we're gonna have a situation where they are gonna need to sign some of these backups. You know, there are some good ones still out there, obviously. Uh notably Zeke and Dalvin Cook and even Kareem Hunt. So Yep. And just a few guys that were there today or this week were uh Benny Snell and Kenyon Drake. So Right, yeah. Let's let's They're sign them instead of the 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 really good ones that are actually out there. That's that's exactly well, like it's not like hey, JT, look at this. He's like, okay, can you? Yeah, what is like, what you if you brought in like Hunter Fournette, sure, all right, I could be a little all right. Maybe I should play or get to camp, but not for those two guys. Um, I think that bringing them in is more of a Zach Moss injury than a JT right. holdout. Uh, no timetable for J.K. Dobbins to practice. He's on. Uh, the pup for a undisclosed injury, which pretty much means uh, he's still his holding knee is up. still stiff. He's still stiff. He's still holding out. Wants a contract. Uh, again, we've said he has no leverage. He's barely played so far in his uh, three-year career. So, not sure what happens there. We are. They did bring in Melvin Gordon too for some insurance uh, a couple weeks ago. Ronald Jones suspended two games for PEDs. Uh, just kind of funny. So uh, who's the other guy there? Malik Davis. Is that the other back there? Yeah, they have Malik Davis and then uh, Tic Tac. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, that's right. Did you see the clip? Where he looked look like a pup. He looked like he was a pup. I really thought helmet, it was. <laughs> the padded helmet. Yeah. yeah, that was the joke. And at first I was like, oh, that's fun. That's neat. Must be like a Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> it's just Deuce Vaughn. It's I really did. Like, there's no one. There's 
they're giving this like kid that came to camp with his parents. Oh, he's a ticket holder. Oh shit, no, that guy's gonna be on an NFL field. He's gonna get leveled. Right. It's uh although defensive linemen on the Cowboys have said it is actually very difficult to find him in the backfield. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, I know there's been short players in the NFL, you know, we're you know, uh Tariq Cohen and um wow, I'm um Darren Darren's Sproles, yeah. But he's definitely the, the shortest. Five five is the yeah. shortest running back that's ever entered. They said, Oh, he, he can be Darren Sproles. Like, yeah, like, that's the best case scenario. That's but there's no D- Darren Sproles. That, that was just a special talented guy with that side. That's those guys don't last too long. Uh spent a lot of time talking about him. Um Alvin Kamara uh expected to be suspended. Uh no timetable. I know he met with uh Goodell earlier this week. Um, if I had to guess, yeah, I don't know why it didn't come out so quickly. Like, it doesn't make sense to wait. I mean, Kamara's been told what his suspension is, obviously, if he met with Goodell. Yeah, and the he team doesn't walk probably, away not knowing. Yeah, I mean, the team hasn't brought in anyone else, even though they, you know, have the talented rookie there. They have Jamal Williams. I think they signed them just because they knew he was going to get suspended. So we'll see with that. Hope he comes out in the next few weeks because we're drafting. Um, so we kind of get to know that, right? Um, Hunter Henry standing out as the top tight end target for the Patriots in camp uh, over Gasecki. Still early, um, not running out to grab these guys in any re- redraft leagues at all yet. So um, probably shouldn't even no. add it into, into the news. But no, it's it's good to note just because um, it's the Bill O'Brien offense, and everyone knows with the two tight ends, you know who do you really want. Um, it's also a very tough position to draft in fantasy football. So it's good to put and actually started downloading um, on Bleacher Report different teams to look to see like who's the standout there. Because like we know as Patriots fans, Hunter Henry's standing out. Demario Douglas is standing out. We, we all have heard that um, this kid Brownlee from the Jets is standing out. But if unless it's in the national media, you don't really know. So it would be nice to get to to know who's standing out uh, in, in beat reporter um, news. Yep, exactly. Uh, Tim Patrick out for a season with a torn Achilles. This is just, just sad. I mean, yeah, it's this guy sad. missed all last season. He's one of those sleeper wide receivers every year. Every time he's on the field, he produces. Um, yeah, it is. It is just, it's tough for him. I, we, you know, I was talking to a couple of my friends that it's like, this is probably his last contract. So it's a good thing he did sign it. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, and to note too, and I don't know if it's, it's here, but KJ Hamler, his backup, uh, has a heart condition and has been released and will be, uh, they said he's going to, they're going to pick him back up and put him on the NFI, but, um, it really, we're looking at Marvin Mims, Marquez Calloway are the backups over there, uh, now f- with Sutton and, and Judy taking the one and two. So it's going to be kind of interesting. Um, I know that he would have helped out a ton uh, for, for an offense with Sean Payton. So kind of sucks. Yep. Uh, You can take the next one. Yeah. Uh, Finally, some good news on the Josh Jacobs front, Uh, the Raiders and the camp for Jacobs are getting back to the table. Whether that means that they're actually going to sign anything, you know, who knows, but uh, Saquon immediately took like three days to, uh, you know, stomp his feet and then sign for $1 million more than the franchise tag. So I don't expect Josh Jacob to get much more. Um, you know, one year is, uh, you know, one year, 11 million is 
not much higher than the actual franchise tag. So it sucks, but we'll see what ends up happening. He can't get a multi-year deal anyway. So I yeah. think he should play. I think they should just give him the contract. So he, so he, he did last year. If you want to compete in this league, you need Josh Jacobs on that team. A hundred percent. Ken Walker and Charbonnet are both, both were injured. Um, Charbonnet's back at practice in a limited fashion which is kind of surprising because his injury seemed like it was a lot more severe than walkers yeah um, well the so... coach comes out out indefinitely it starts to sound pretty scary yeah i'm like shit when you... i have him on a best ball league damn yeah it. <laughs> when you look when you look into it too it's weird they said oh it just kind of crept up on him it's like what kind of creeps up on you and i'm like sometimes i wake up from bed and my shoulder hurts a little bit so i wonder if they should just check his mattress <laughs> <laughs> Um, but if that's the case, then uh, it's not going to look good if you're a rookie and you're starting to have sh- sh- soreness. Uh, Ken Walker's a groin; he'll he'll be going all the way up to week one. Um, so we'll see we'll see about that one. That could be actually pretty nerve wracking. Um, Sony Michelle, uh, backup running back behind Cam Akers in Los Angeles, uh, has retired. Um, good for him for his six year career. I don't know. It's 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 tough to say. Injuries killed him, but yeah. I mean, he was surprisingly very good for the Patriots his first couple of years. Um, awesome for the yeah, Rams, the end of 2021. He was, a, I think, RB3 overall in the fantasy playoffs. So, I mean, he won people yeah. some money two years ago. So, thank you for that. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, abductor strain, out seven to ten days. Um, this is like breaking news on the phone. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, oh, it's like a week. All right. That's fine. Well, it's just it's Eli Mitchell getting hurt, and it's like here we go again. I know it's it's like oh, it's already happening now. Yeah. So, all right, that's the news. Uh, we're getting pushed a lot for to start this mock draft. Um, very impatient friends. So we told, yeah, we told them nine. It's nine ten. So. Yeah, we said a little after nine. Go we're... do it. You do it now. Are we there? All right. So we are going to start the uh, mock draft now. Um, I have picked twelve. Greg has pick five. Uh, Derek, who will be joining us in a second when he gets home, has picked 10. Um, so, all right, let's start. Turn that noise. Oh, that's a fun little noise. I just <laughs> I feel like that's new. It's every single pick, too. So, Oh, Jesus. And I can't sh- shut off the volume, huh? Because then you I can't can. hear you. Well, you should. Are you doing it on your computer or your? On my computer. Oh, it should be a uh, top right is a little microphone thing. Oh, no kidding. Technology. There you go. Well, Craig, you are. Uh, all right, I'm on the clock. This is interesting. Um, okay, so Justin Jefferson went first. I think a lot of people have him as consensus 101. Christian McCaffrey, two. Jamar Chase, three. I think in the top three, those are the three that should go. And then Nick Chubb went four, which I feel like is not how it would normally go. I don't, you know, hate the pick, but it's fine, um, but it's surprising. Yeah, it's a little surprising. Um, I'm going to go with the strategy that everyone's doing this year, which is not something I would normally do. And I'm going to take uh, a wide receiver just because in years past, running backs have started to bite everyone in the ass if you have them hurt. Um, so I went Cooper Cup. Uh, he's got no competition this year. And uh, even though he may have a minor injury right now, it's Cooper Cup. He was on pace to have the best wide receiver season, uh, even over Justin Jefferson in fantasy points and average. It was more than Justin Jefferson. So uh, if he has a healthy, healthy year, it it's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, At- I think he's sneaky this year. I, I, I think I would I think I have him ranked wide receiver three anyways. 
Yeah, I have him as three too. I tried to convince myself a way for him not to be three. Couldn't do it. It's hard not to. And then after that went Eckler and Tyreek Hill, which make a lot of sense. Uh, Dickie's up. He's not even on the mock right now, so he's going to get auto-picked. Um, so, yeah, that's always fun. Well, it's at least 15 seconds. Oh, there we go. Ooh, yeah. All right, so Bijan Robinson goes eight, fourth um, running back taken. Oh, he broke the trend. Uh, Chips broke the trend. It went wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, running back, all the way up until pick eight. Yeah. Pick nine. Yep. So pick nine is Travis Kelsey. I think that's smart to go there. Uh, he should be in back of the first round almost every single draft. Yeah. Much like Cooper Cup, he's the only uh, actual target. I feel like we can say there. Um, everyone loves Kadarius Tony, but he's hurt already too. So there's that. And we're talking about uh, you know Sky Moore, who didn't really blow up the scene last year. MBS is is still there, but there's really not much. Um, to really look at the wide receiver room, Travis Kelsey at the tight end position, who's going to be a wide receiver three this year, is going to be, um, or excuse me, the wide receiver three, is is going to be a great pick. That's why you're seeing him in the first round. Um, a lot of people, a lot of tight end haters, uh, including myself, find it hard to see tight ends go in the first round, but Travis Kelsey makes sense this year. Yep. Uh, and then Derek went auto pick. Um, he picked... Saquon Barkley, which I think he would pick anyways if he was here. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Um, yeah, that's that's an offense that needed Saquon. It's a good thing that he signed. You know, we don't want to have to have too many running backs holding out this year. Uh, if if JT Saquon and Jacobs all held out, that would have been a pretty tough scene for fantasy football. Yep. Uh, AJ Brown went at eleven. I'm up at twelve. Um, staring at. Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, C.D. Land, Devontae Adams. Um, such as I do want JT, it's still scary at this point. And if I can just have a safe Stephon Diggs um, right there, I think that's an easier pick. Like Craig said, with a cut pick, you, you're just more sure every single week with the wide receiver. Um, and that's why I have the first pick in the second round. I will go with C.D. Lamb. A fantastic stack to start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, great. it's really hard not to like that. Yeah, in a wide it's receiver just heavy, so, it's just so, so safe. It's a wide receiver heavy season, and and it's it's tough to hang your hat on one of these top top running backs when a lot of them are are going to be mostly serviceable later on. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett Wilson goes. Derek auto picked Donovan Taylor. Not sure if he would even have done that, but. He's not here, so that's I mean, on him. The beginning of the second round is kind of the point where you start to... I think you have to. You, you have to. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, last year, what is he? Top three pick? I can't remember, but... He, he was um, one. He was one of one. Was he one of one? Okay, a lot of... so there, there you go. I mean, uh, uh, year over year, there's going to be a lot of um, change at the running back position. I don't remember a time where it's just consistently the top five or always the top five, but... Um, Jonathan Taylor at the beginning of the second is, is too hard to pass up. He's got a great running back stack of Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor. So he'll fill in wide receivers later when he gets on. Um, and then uh, Chibs uh, going against the grain took Travis Kelsey in the first round. He's and getting Patrick the, Mahomes yeah, in the second. He's getting the stack. He yeah, wants a stack. it's a stack too. It's fun. It, 
it's a strategy. It's a, it's definitely something that I can see a lot of people doing this year. Um, and when I mean a lot, I mean, you know, one of 12, but it's going to be uh, most leagues. If you can do it, I think, I think it's an interesting strategy to try and start from. I personally wouldn't do it because I always want to come away with either one or two wide receivers in the first three rounds. Um, but this is what it is. Derrick Henry went after. Uh, so there's a Bijan Robinson and a Derrick Henry stack, the rookie versus the king uh, on the same team. That's pretty cool. Uh, Amonra St. Brown and then Josh Jacobs lasting all the way to the middle of the second to me is absolutely asinine. Um, sure, it's the contract situation. And once he signs, exactly what it is, he'll go yeah. up. But I was ranking running backs and not to completely talk for five straight minutes. Um, I just want to hit this home. I've ranked him too overall. I saw I, that. I know, that I know a lot of people are, are not going to do that, but when he's the uh, I'm on the clock, you are. Oh, I thought you were like <laughs> waiting to like the last second. Like, all right, and then I pick this guy. Um, no, uh, I actually went with my next favorite running back, Tony Pollard, so that's fine, but I do want to talk about Jacobs. Um, he he's you know the rushing leader last year, and if you look at all the running backs that, um, you know, finished top five, top eight, whatever. Last year, there's something different about each one. New coach, new scheme, new, um, you know, new backup with them, anything. Jacobs is the exact same situation. So um, I almost expect just a repeat. I hope so. I mean, I, I remember I drafted him in the fifth round last year, and I didn't win, came in second, but league winner there. Like, you got the RB2 of the year in the as your third running back is an absolute steal. Oh yeah, it was is incredible. I mean, everyone wrote him off. Everyone's written him off. They're in into you know every year that he's been in the league. Yep. Um, after your Pollard pick, it went Chris Olave, Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddle, and T. Higgins to round out the second round. Yeah, and and I like the Olave pick too. I think that he's going to take a giant step up and. You know, looking at some of the wide receivers that went before him, St. Brown, Wilson, Lamb, Diggs, uh, A.J. Brown, you know, he's he could get into that category of top five wide receiver this year. So I think that's a big step. Um, and again, you mentioned Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddell. Let's see, T. Higgins. Um, that's early for Higgins, I feel like. But, I, I mean, as far as early, everyone's taking him there. But I feel like it's kind of tough for a number two uh I wide mean, receiver and offense to you got second pick. Waddle and Higgins going back to back. So, I mean, that's where they're... You look at the other receivers, like, you could argue... And then Devontae Smith, the second first team. So, the, those guys are going right around the end of the second, early third in a lot of mocks. Look, looking at the wide receivers left, it's like that kind of does make sense. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, he's just... he's. Not always going to get um, as many targets as you know anyone else, and Waddle at least will get the yardage. Higgins is kind of like a catch and sit kind of guy. But mm-hmm. all right, I'm back on the clock. Um, I definitely am not in love with the wide receivers that are still here. Uh, a lot did go after I picked Pollard, so I'm not. You know, it's. I mean, Keenan Allen here, I think, is a little bit undervalued um, to go into the third round, but I, I kind of want to change a strategy this year 
that they haven't done much and Ooh. it's always bitten in the ass and take a tight end in the top three if I don't like a wide receiver here. And I took Mark Andrews. It's it's the second tight end, I feel like, in, in the league this year. Um, I mean, he's close in comparison, obviously, with George Kittle or TJ Hawkinson, something like that. But um, it's something I need to start doing is, is accepting the fact that I can't do deep tight ends. So I went with him this year. Um, you can go ahead. Yeah. Um, Derek's coming on right now. So after Dev- Devontae Smith went, Josh Allen, Gibbs, uh, Craig, you took Mark Andrews. Uh, DK Metcalf and Jalen Hurts. So you're starting to see the the top tier quarterbacks starting to go. Hey Derek, what's up? Uh, you're hey. it still says you're on auto, so you might it might be an auto pick for this round again. You have like one minute, uh, Derek. I don't know if you, you you can like touch this thing and do it. There you go. Yep, you're He's in. Awesome. What's up, man? How are you? How's it going, Derek? Good. How you doing? Doing all right. Just rambling on about about the draft. <laughs> How do you okay. like your first picks? Glad that the Jonathan Taylor saga ended up in my hands, but <laughs> take one's fine. I just would normally not take two running backs at the top of the draft just because there's way more risk in taking running backs that high. So I would have split that and taken a wide receiver and a running back, but that's exactly what we've been talking about, or at least what I've been spewing. Right. Like it just meant like to have like Dickie going three running backs, one with it coming off an ACL tear with Brees Hall with that last pick, and then Derrick Henry, who really hasn't been overly healthy a ton in the last couple of years. How dare but, you? <laughs> just kidding. Just, just so risky. <laughs> yeah, and so, a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so went Brees Hall and Stevenson uh, went at pick nine in the third. Derrick's up with his first live pick. I'm going to go and take my boy, Debo Samuel. Um, he's in like some of the best shape of entering camp this offseason. Again, there's a funny um, quote from uh, from Shanahan saying uh, that he's never received more topless picks from a player in his life than what Debo's been sending him. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to love that. I just think he's really due for a bounce back and they'll have, you know, Purdy or or uh, Darnold tossing the rock, and I don't think Trey Lance has I, a chance. That's I love that. <laughs> he didn't even say Trey Lance to the third. No. <laughs> Which is great for Debo. Well, it kills everyone's value. If Trey Lance yeah, plays, right. you know, yeah. like CMC might be the only, like, actual startable week-to-week plus fantasy score. Right, but it's going to lack in his receiving work. Um, ETN went next. I'm up at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. Um, I should... I want to go wide receiver again, but I probably should go uh, running back. Uh, I'm picking Aaron Jones. I just think it's a safe pick. Ken Walker's out there too, but with the injury and Charbonnet there, um, Aaron Jones has been a RB1 in the last four seasons in a row. So I think he's going to be fantastic this year. Scotty, do it. What? Do it. Pick him. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm picking up Joe Mixon. That's exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I think Joe Mixon is falling like crazy on drafts. Um, Buried this year. Getting to the fourth round and ADP wise, that's a reach, which I think is shocking. The whole thing is like, oh, what if they cut him? What if he suspended all this stuff? They reworked his deal. He's staying there and he's still drafted like he's going to get cut, which is mind blowing. Who's I mean, challenging he's... him? Like, I don't get it, right? Well, they like, got yeah, rid of P. Ryan and, right. and Trayvon Williams just got hurt. 
So and then like, they um, just Chris they Evans. Have... There's the rookie. Yeah, I was going to say Brown and Evans. Yep. Uh, and then after that, Ken Walker, rightfully so. Yeah, he's so good. I, th- I still think I would take Miles Sanders and Dobbins over him right now, um, just because Charbonnet pick just really throws me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Amari Cooper here. Um, Amari Cooper was really, really good last year, kind of until Deshaun came in. Like, why is um, were f- five or six until Deshaun? So I just think like a full off season, more time with Watson. We Watson can't be worse than he was last year. Um, and Amari Cooper is just still one of the best route runners in the league. He's also like a, his game will age with him too. So like we talk about like DeAndre Hopkins, kind of like his game will age with him through you know his early thirties. I think Cooper's right in that same level just because they're tactician route runners. Yeah, Cooper's 29 right now. He's still got a few years left of prime. I can't believe how young he was when he came in the league. Yeah, he's been as in the a, league As forever. old as Kevin Ridley. Um, J.K. Dobbins went after that. Dick is up. He'll take the full 60 seconds like he's done every pick. Um, I mean, at least you weren't even here, Derek. Um, and Dick has been doing the same thing. <laughs> I assume he goes wide receiver. Drake London here. It's funny because like after this mock is dude, my armies are sick. Like, yeah, they, they they have to be. You took three in a row. <laughs> like <laughs> Nick Chubb went early. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I appreciated that. I mean, I would have been fine with Eckler or Cup, but yeah, I'm glad that I got to choose from both. Yeah. Oh, you went Keenan Allen. Good pick. Yeah, I think he's have a great year. Yeah, I mean, these are the kind of wide receivers that they're just not flashy anymore, right? And but they're safe. Uh, yeah, Allen and Cooper, and and I feel like as I, I was talking a little bit um, long on Jacobs, but I would say the same thing about Cooper is that he, they've never had the respect in the league ever yeah. at any point. They're always yeah. buried, and Cooper is just always consistently in the top 10 or a wide receiver one. To get him in the fourth round is just stupid. Yeah, and he's just constantly torches defenses. Like, when you actually watch him play football, you're like, God, this guy, <laughs> he can create separation. And Josh Jacobs was an absolute monster last year. <laughs> like, And he has been. Every year he's been in the league. He's been super good. Like, he's so consistent. Um one year he averaged under four yards a carry, and it was at three point nine. Like, Adam, Craig, you're up. I don't know if you knew yeah, that. I All know. Right. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of doing something really silly because I'm not in love with the wide receivers that are on the board right here. Be silly. Uh, it's a mock. It be super silly. Um, I would never suggest doing this, but I'm gonna do it. We have a flex. <laughs> I I've I've completely we have two mentioned... flexes. Yeah, with two flexes. Okay, so I've mentioned that I'm terrible at I'm terrible at figuring out late tight ends and piecing them together. I'm sick and tired. I mean, last year I had stats on, you know, they, they averaged more than I think it was top four, and then outside of that, they all averaged like four uh, receptions a game. I'm sick of it. I, I got uh, T.J. Hawkinson to go with Mar- uh, Mark Andrews. I'm just picking good tight ends this year. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say that to myself. I know that there's a trend with wide receivers this year, and so it's tough to get them. I may end up doing this at some point, but um, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> but for me, 
<laughs> I think it's the right move. Yeah. Before me, I don't know if you had said it, but before me, DeAndre Hopkins went. I think I would have gone him there. Damian yeah. Pierce before that, and then that, that was after Keenan Allen. After Hawkinson went Calvin Ridley, where I was leaning at wide receiver if I did pick one, but he's been he hasn't played. So it's like I I, I understand he's looking great in camp, and I really truly believe in um, Trevor Lawrence is here making a big jump, but I just can't. I like to pick safe in my drafts. And I don't want to do anything too risky until later because I can always make trades. People are always going to have injuries and want a guy that's going to get you 10 fantasy points a week or 12 fantasy points a week. So um, yeah, especially like, if I have two tight ends. Where yeah, like, like you go back to the guys like Aaron Cooper and Ian Allen, like those are safe guys. Exactly. Those are safe. Like you you know what you're going to get if they play. Right. Uh, then, then after Ridley, sorry, I went McLaurin, Alexander, Madison, London, uh, to end the fourth and then start the fifth, George Kittle, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders. Uh, and Craig, you're up in one pick. Next, there's next there's pick. one guy I really hope gets to be here. Um, is it a is running it Jerry back? Judy? No, it's a wide receiver. Uh, it's it, oh, yeah, Jerry Judy. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really don't. I hate that I have one wide receiver into fucking. Mm. <laughs> The damn before I took him. Oh, shoot, yeah. shoot, shoot, shoot. I mean, I could go Chris Godwin. I could go Christian Watson. I just, I'm not in love with that. Not in love with Cam Akers at, at running back. I don't want to go into a Someone said, situation. take pits, pussy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just not much I like here. Do it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to take Chris Godwin. I think it's just, I can't go along. <laughs> I can't go along without uh, taking another wide receiver. Running backs will come, but uh, wide receivers are gone pretty much. Chris Godwin, even though Kyle Trask or Blake uh, Baker Mayfield is the quarterback, I think he'll be fine uh, as far as. You take the talent the there anyways. Like right. you're getting a guy in the fifth. That's going to demand well over a hundred targets. If he plays every game. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, massive gap, too, from Jerry Judy. I mean, that's that was the last guy that you can absolutely count on, you know, an average of eight targets a game and definitely an average of seven yards, uh, the way that I think that they're going to use him uh, with Sean Payton. Uh, so that's disappointing. Javante Williams went after. They they have, like, three wide receivers left in Denver, and, that, and Judy's, like, I mean, he's really good. Like, what were you going to do in that offense last year? We had wide receivers running the same routes in certain situations. Like, dude, at a certain point, they just put Corlin Sutton out for like three or four yards and made him stop every time. <laughs> They're like, you're, you're big enough to get it. It's gross. It was, it was gross. bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. The Pats and the, the Denver Broncos offense last year. I mean, it, the Chargers offense was really frustrating to the end of the season, too, but. They were just really rough, rough watches if they were on uh they're on standalone games like Sunday night football and Monday night football. Yeah, but I mean they still produced great fantasy players. Like I think when Keenan Allen came back week was it eight or nine? From then to the oh, end of the yeah. season, he was water Char- three the, in the season. The Chargers were on a different level. It's yeah. just watching them just like was a slog. Like they just played so underneath it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, you had guys like Mike. Williams that are like, do I even start him this week? Because he had games where it's like, shit, like I can't start this guy anymore. Right. 
Akers went, Christian Watson went, Derek's up in the, the pick. I think I'm going to take who you want, Scotty. I should even look at the board. Um, I don't know who you're thinking of, but I guess I'll wait. Well, I think that I'm going to take a wide receiver, and I think I'm going to take Deontay Johnson because he's not going to go here. I'd be very surprised if he did. Yeah, so Mike Williams goes. Some of the wide receivers kind of in this tier kind of all, you know, pretty much the same. IU, Marquise Brown, Michael Pittman Jr., Christian Kirk. I wouldn't put Christian Kirk up with these guys. Block no. it, Mike Evans. I'm going to go and take Deontay Johnson. They brought back the same offensive coordinator there. They have the same everything. It's not letting me pick. Um, I'm going to well, get auto-drafted and it's not going to work. Well, it's because they froze it. I want Deontay. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't. There you there go. He's, he's yeah. force-picking you like the third, what well, like the third wide receiver getting Deontay Johnson in the fifth round, like he had no touchdowns last year. If he had a few touchdowns, he would have been a wide receiver too easily or a wide receiver one mm-hmm. close. Um, and like when someone doesn't score a touchdown, like you know that he's going to score this year. They're going to get him the ball. He had plenty of targets in the red zone too. They just didn't work. Yeah, another year. I with think they ticket like. They said with his targets and receptions on average, it equals about six to seven touchdowns. Right. You give him six, he's like a wide receiver, 16 on the year. Yeah. And Over, but, he was still wide for the three last year. So it's like, oh, cool. If he does the same, he's your third receiver. Boom. You, you know, not the worst. Uh, I'm going to go wide receiver here. Um, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. Um, I love Debo. I, I would pick Debo over Ayuk, but the fact that Ayuk's going two rounds after him, I think it's crazy. He finished better than him. I think they can both be very close to the same um, this year. But with my next pick, I'll probably go running back. Uh, I'm going to go James Conner. I think that's a very safe pick for RB3 on a team. Uh, not a lot of people in the NFL that's you know a true workhorse back. Sure, the Cardinals are gonna suck ass, but they got to do. They got to use someone. Yeah, someone's got to carry the ball there. He doesn't have a lot of competition there either. Like yep. in when you're a team that's trying to get an offense kind of jump started with a quarterback that's a net negative. Like one of the easiest things to do is just pound the rock, like setting the tone on offense, not taking negative yards on first down, like. The Arizona wants to be competitive. They're going to need James Conner to do some work on first and second down for him because they're not going to be able to complete third and longs very regularly. No, not at all. And they haven't really brought anyone in like Hunt or Fournette, even for like a workout. So I think they're fine with what they know they suck. They're fine with what they have. So use them while he's there. Get rid of him next year. All right. I'm going to do it. Did you do it? I took, I took Kyle Pitts in the sixth round. Oh, God. Thank God I didn't have to. It's just <laughs> like, at this point with like, because like Dallas Goddard's a safer pick. Darren Waller's probably maybe a safer pick. And Evan, Evan Ingram certainly is too. But I just got to take the upside on talent. Like he's, he can't be worse than he was last year. I mean, his rookie year, he had a thousand yards receiving, you know, and 68 catches as a tight end. Like. He's too good. 
they have to get him the ball if they want to be competitive. And I think the Falcons will run the ball a lot and they'll be competitive and they're going to have to still throw it. You have to throw for at least 2000 yards in a season as a whole team. <laughs> that, or your team is getting sold the next year. I don't care what team you are. You at least do in 2000. Uh, before your Pitts pick, it went fields and then you went Pitts, Tyler Lockett, Dallas Goddard. So um, you'll probably see Darren Waller um, in this round as well. I would think so. Then after yeah. that, it, and then you said Evan Ingram too. Yeah. Both those guys could go in this round. Then then it's a little drop off there, like the Pat Fryermuths, um Najoku, Okonkwo, like those kind of guys. Yeah. Um, and, which, w- which I wouldn't touch for the next several rounds. Yeah. And like, if you're going to take weight round or like middleweight round flyers on tight ends, I think like some good guys are like Dolan Kincaid and Cole Komet. Um, they're further down the list. Donkey Kate's obviously a rookie, but everything that I'm hearing out of Buffalo's camp is that he's on the starting offense and being on the field is half the battle. And if he can, especially being on the field for third down for tight ends is half the battle when it comes mm-hmm. to fancy tight ends. This is exactly where I didn't want to be, which is why I went with the two tight ends early. I know I didn't have to get two, but I didn't like all the other players out there. So tell the people who you picked. Oh, Tell the people who you are. Um, so I did want Kirk in this spot, but he went right after Dallas Goddard. Then it went Joe Burrow, which is it seems to be where the other quarterbacks are going to start to go in this draft. I feel like it's late for Joe Burrow and his ADP. Um, so I went Marquise Brown. Uh, as far as wide receivers left on the board, there was Mike Evans, but I already had Godwin, so I wasn't doing that. Traylon Burks, question mark, Jackson Smith and Jigsaw question mark pickens question mark addison dotson tony like there was not much else so i wanted to get marquise brown where at least he's the wide receiver one in that offense granted on uh, you know kyle murray may come back you know week six which would be uh a long back time. week two <laughs> could be exactly could be week two regardless he's the number one on that team I and mean, you can get a wide receiver one uh on a team in the sixth round that's where i'm gonna go i think he's um, very sneaky yeah this year. I yeah, do. I mean he's he's just he is yeah. who he is. They're gonna know? be down a lot too. Like they're gonna have to throw the ball no matter who's under yeah. center. Yeah. Um but again, like the Kyler thing, like it sounds like he's week week six is I think for sure doable earlier as an option. Like week one, he says he wants to play it. Probably not, but the fact that he's already progressing so well, I think it's it's massive for Marquise Brown. After that, Rashad White, Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, Isaiah Pacheco to end the six, George Pickens, Mike Evans, David Montgomery. The Pacheco pick, um, I, I'm seeing him going a little bit later, but I think it's an absolute steal. Yeah, I'm looking at the running backs now, and I feel like that would be the next best guy for sure I would pick at, at that point. Right. I like Montgomery in Detroit a lot, too. Yep. Yeah, I think that was a sneaky one, too. You saw what Williams could do last year. So Monty in that same role, hopefully, I think less touchdowns. That's It's kind of hard to repeat. What was it? 17 touchdowns or whatever. Um, but anyway, you know, as far as Pacheco goes and Rashard White, those are two stalwart running backs on teams where there's not much competition elsewhere. Um, Swift has, you know, a, a, a kind of confusing role 
where he is a pass catching back, but Philadelphia doesn't pass that much um, as far as to running backs. Right. And, uh, you know, that's so I, I, I do agree. James Cook is another one. You know, he's going to be split in time. I'm back on the clock. Um, as far as running backs go, I think, uh, which I don't have another one. Uh, I've just the Tony Pollard. Um, Dalvin Cook's not signed. Uh, it's it's really, a big drop off. It's it's a it's a it's a massive drop off. I like the later round running backs. Um, so I think I might go for a little bit of upside here. Um, with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, I like Traylon Burks this year. I think that um, everything I've heard in camp, he's come in a little bit better shape, and there's a shot that he can do better. I think seventh round is, is a fair value. I think that's just his ADP. I mean, I personally would rather him later. I think I would rather any one of my picks to be later, but um, yeah, I, I kind of, kind of need that extra wide receiver since I went tight end in the middle, uh, the beginning of the draft. I think not having, or having a full, I should say it this way, having DeAndre Hopkins in to play actual wide receiver lets Traylon Burks play his actual position, which is like H-back. Like it's not a real position. Like he just, he needs to be used more creatively and he can't do that if he has to be out there and running routes, you know, 15 yards downfield. Um, I love Traylon Burks coming into college. I thought he could be a monster. The wide receiver routes down the field will come for him, but there he's not ready to do it yet. So maybe working with Hopkins will help him too. Yeah, he he you're completely correct. He's raw, you know. Yeah. And um Hopkins is a perfect guy to learn from because I mean that Andre Johnson to DeAndre Hopkins kind of uh tutelage, if you will, can maybe rub off on Burks and they can do similar things. I mean, Burks is a lot, you know, more of a strength wide receiver but um i think route running is is one of his biggest weaknesses that he needs and no one's been better at it than hopkins for a long time until until uh cup and jefferson came on yeah oh dave Derek. all right so after burks went addison kamara lamar jackson Brandon cooks Derek can tell you you picked yeah. you took you took a guy that i was gonna pick um i win my turn I went and got the actual first starting running back in Philadelphia. <laughs> Penny. I don't understand how Swift goes before Penny. If you watch Rashard Penny carry the rock, like ideally you have both guys on your roster because the other one will be a home run. If one goes down and both of them are super injury prone, but there's no way that DeAndre Swift is a better runner through the tackles than Penny is. And that's what I'm betting on. That's what I want from the Philadelphia running back is like, I want him to be able to carry through the tackles. And I think they, that Philly wanted it big time. You know, I think they kind of were searching for it and that's why they didn't love Miles Sanders because he wasn't a kind of bruiser through the tackles, breaking, being able to break tackles in the second line of the defense, like the Mike linebacker coming down on you and you can still kind of throttle that guy. So that's why I went with Penny. I just think that he's a much, much safer, better pick than Swift. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, if there's a back I'm going to get there, it's Penny because he's going a lot later. Um, so you went Penny. JSN went next. Those are going to be my two picks, and they were gone. <laughs> um, 
wasn't in love with the RBs and wide receivers left, so I went Justin Herbert to shirt my quarterback position. QB two overall, two thousand twenty one, so he could do it again. Um, then I'll probably go wide receiver and might be a reach, but with the Tim Packard, Tim Patrick injury, I think Cortland Sutton is just it's a little bump, or it's just more of a all right. I'm fine drafting him. Like Tim Patrick's not there to you know take over any receptions. So Sutton there, I think is a good pick for my wide receiver four. Yeah, I think um. Like in Sean Payne's offense, he's, he likes a big body wide receiver. Like if you remember Marcus Colston back in the day with the Saints and like Michael Thomas did a lot of the same stuff. That's why he played kind of close to the line of scrimmage, big body stuff. Um, so I think so. And I just hope he can put it together. I He's like such an enigma to me. I can't figure out how good he is or if I like him when I watch him play. Like you see flashes of just like brilliance with the guy sometimes though. So. He's got good body control at this point in his career, which I think he's leaning on since he tore his ACL. I mean, he was literally going to break out that year. He tore his ACL. I mean, everyone was saying that it was oh, going to be a massive breakout. This is like a top 10 receiver pick and he got hurt. Right. And and unfortunately, he uh, had that happen and did lose a step. So right now, and what I was talking about earlier, we were joking, was that he would go three yards out and stop. I mean, he's he's been taking slants, taking, you know, things like that as what his I mean, granted, this is Denver last year and not not the same. But I think, you know, in Peyton's system, they can use him creatively that way as well. Um, I don't see him as that top wide receiver one or, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be that fringe wide receiver two now. Um, wide receiver two, three. But he's going to be, I think, a little bit more consistent with with Sean Payton. So, um, I can't agree more. I mean, I love Sutton. You, you know, I'm a big fan of his. Yes, Derek, you're, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I went Trevor Lawrence here uh, after Coron Sutton went John Dotson. I love that guy too. I just Washington scares the bejesus out of me, even with the enemy there. Yeah, I think um, Dotson wasn't the pick. He was auto picked. Yeah, he was auto picked. Right. Yes. Um, he's saying it would have been Trevor. Um, I think Trevor. I think when looking at the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I think that there are only so many that can really push for the MVP, and I think Trevor Lawrence is certainly one of them. Um, so I mean, he was QB eight last year. Um, so like another you know top ten you know player at a position on your team helps especially like down in the eighth round i don't think you should let a lot of these quarterbacks slide much further than this the ones that you know can't that have elite elite upside i think that most of them are off the board at this point i think the only other question mark is the sean watson because we've seen him do it before you can say Dak too as much as i don't like Dak, but fantasy wise Dak's always up there yeah he's just tied to mike mccarthy's offense now and as I as Cowboys <laughs> is like one of my favorite teams, man. I'm not looking forward to the coaching decisions that are going to haunt me while I watch them play football. Yeah. And then Charbonnet went, Delvin Cook went to Dickey, who now has Robinson Henry, Priest Hall, and Delvin Cook. He's probably thinking, Oh, I shirt up the Jets backfield. Great. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think that I was actually gonna get Trevor Lawrence, but that's who I had my eye on because I was looking at all the teams. Everyone had a quarterback but you, Derek. And I was like, oh, there's a chance if he doesn't see this, I could get him. 
Um, it's way later than quarterbacks are going to go in most drafts. You know, it's just we 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 all waited, um, which I think is a lovely thing in fantasy drafts when quarterbacks sit. But uh, yeah, I don't think th- I think there's a big dip after after Lawrence, especially um, Dak and Deshaun are not as sexy. Um, right. Yeah, you can say two and two, but yeah, I was looking I mean, at stuff today like oh he was so good beginning of last year i forgot he had a 41 point game that really pushed him up there other than that it was like 16 17 like nothing to write home about yeah um so you said uh charbonnet did we talk about delvin cook going in in the eighth to a team that already oh, had I, three running backs yeah i said that and i said oh because Diggs is probably like oh i i shared up the jets backfield Brees hell and delvin cook like that's he's probably <laughs> hasn't signed about yet. that but like but 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 if he goes there, shit, that sucks for your third round pick, Brees Hall. He gets, yeah. I mean, even if if Dalvin Cook goes there, there will obviously be split time. So, sure, using two positions uh, on your roster for one position's <laughs> like top not, ability is not the best way to also, go. And they're not going to run the ball a ton with Rogers. Like, there, no, I mean, they'll dude, run it, no. but it'll be yeah. a 60 40 split. Like, yeah. they will throw a lot more than they run. And then it went Mike Thomas, Quinton Johnson, Craig, you picked. Yeah, this was actually the running back I was waiting for. This is why I skipped on Kamara um, earlier. It was I saw later AJ Dillon was a running back that I definitely want to get my hands on this year. Last year, it was a real slow start and left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth, but he finished off the season so strong. I believe he was somewhere in the top eight for running backs uh, in points per game. Um, he He's going to have just as much carries as Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones has gone way, way higher in drafts. Uh, they have Jordan Love now, so it's it's not like – they're going to be passing like we talked about with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets and, you know, less work for running backs. If that's the same mantra that we're talking about with the Jets, we have to take it away from uh, what the Packers did. And I think that there's a big step up for both both running backs there. And I think getting him in the eighth round is just stupid value. So I'm happy I waited on running back. Now I have Pollard and Dylan, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, I love and Pollard. A guy like Dylan too. Like if you drafted Aaron Jones and like you're up like rounds later and it's like shit, Dylan's the n- next best guy, but I have Aaron Jones. This is a team where I think you can start both backs, like a cream hunt uh chub years ago. Like it's not ideal, but you can start Dylan your flex and Aaron Jones as your RB one. Yeah, you you can only do that if one of them has elite upside pass catching ability. What and that's exactly what Aaron Jones has, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's how you're able to kind of start two running backs. Like, and remember, cream, yeah, Cream Hunt back in the day with Chubb. Like, it was because yeah, two every ones, did, yeah, they two, played two very different positions, right? They complement each other, right? You're right. That's necessary. You can't just have uh, Walker and Charbonnet. You know, it's yeah. it's it's. Okay. I think both of them do the exact same thing in a way, like. Uh, the last team to do it would have probably been like the old Carolina teams that had um, Jonathan Stewart and oh, was their other running back um, D'Angelo Williams? Yeah, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, yeah. Well, the but, like last one did was the Chiefs with uh, Charles and Thomas uh, Thomas Jones. They both had a thousand. Yeah, rates. that's right. That was yeah, that would have been right around the same time. Yep. 
Uh, I wanted Zay Flowers to fall back to me. Yeah. So then when Antonio, he wouldn't have made it to you. <laughs> Antonio Gibson, uh, Smith Schuster, Evan Ingram, Bateman, and the eighth round, start of the ninth. Khalil Herbert, Kadarius Tony, Zay Flowers. Uh, I like the Herbert pick, um, just because I mean, I think at this point you got to pencil him in as the RB one there uh, in Chicago. It may change, but it's the ninth round, like. It he he's not the one. It's not a horrible, you know. I blew my ninth round pick. So what? Yeah, and he was when he played last year. He was very good. Um, it just David Montgomery just does a lot of really good stuff on a football field from the ring back position. And Herbert missed a little time in the middle of the season when he was just really mm-hmm. starting to pick it up. Um, yeah, talented football player. All right, back on the clock after uh, we talked. Um, did we go over through all the ones that were picked after Dylan? Yeah. Uh, uh, besides Tony. So Tony Flowers, Tua went, and then you, you go. Okay. Um, sorry, I was looking at my picks. So I wasn't really paying attention to what no, you guys were talking about. Um, I don't want Samaje Pure and Starred. What is that? Um, all right. So as far as after the running back dead zone, it's, it's kind of started now. We're in the you know uh, eighth, ninth round. Um, I'm starting to get my running backs. And uh, I got Brian Robinson here. And that's another running back that, you know, he had 200 carries last year. Another not so great quarterback situation. And I feel like that's something that, will be beneficial to Brian Robinson and Pounder running backs is that they're going to have to rely on that um, on first and second down, or, you know, mo- most of the time uh, they're, they're going to be running it in that 50, 50 area run versus pass. So I want to get the guys that are high in attempts and are on offenses that are 50, 50 splits. Yeah. And he's, there's no way he could have been fully recovered from his gunshot injury when he started playing football last year. We're going to get him a full year removed from that. Um, I mean, I'm no doctor, but I'm pretty sure a gunshot to your lower half of your body is going to mess with your running a little bit. Yeah, we have a whole new life. It might mess with your mind, too, a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, like, just the, the talks that Antonio Gibson's lining up more as a sorry, wide receiver, which he... I mean, that's what he played in college. So, you know, they both can, again, two two backs that do two different things can mesh well in an offense that really isn't that great. Again, like they should lean on the run more than anything. Yeah, for sure. They're going to have to. They can't come out throwing it. It's too bad because their skill positions are good and their quarterback is just garbage. Yep. Hopefully Jacoby Brissett starts and they're just the confident off. So it sounds like it's it's definitely a battle now. Like Brissett's look good. Yeah. Uh, then after Robinson went Elijah Moore, Najoku, uh, Jameson Williams, Dickey with another pick, um, r- risky pick. Won't have the guy for six weeks. Uh, Damon Harris, Derek, you just went. Yeah. So I went OBJ here. Um, I think it's late enough to take him um for some upside I, there's got to be wide receivers that hit in baltimore rookie wide receivers generally don't come out the gates like week one and blow the doors off um everything i've heard out of camp said obj's look really good 
And he's also kind of talking like it might be his last season. Um, so he'll probably play through some stuff that he wouldn't normally do if he was looking for another contract. Um, so I think that OBJ is going to go out there and just leave it all in the field this year. So I think that he's a good weight round flyer. Um, you know, he's my fourth wide receiver on my team. Um, and we've, we all know what he can do. And he was so good with the Rams, you know, he was so good. Oh, it was freaking phenomenal. Full year removed from his knee injury. Um, and he's at camp running routes. So got to love that. Yep. Um, they went Jamal Williams. I'm up to end the ninth round. Not totally in love with RBs and wide receivers. So I think picking Pat Firemuth is smart. That's probably the last tight end in that tier. After that, you guys look at the tight ends. You probably, like, yeah, that's probably the yeah. last legit tight end you can be confident in each week. Yeah, the um, rest of the water question marks for sure. Oh, yeah. And then. Yeah, I don't know. Um, shit. I just see for running back. What do I do? I'm gonna go running back here, and I'm gonna go uh, Smudgy P Ryan, uh, mainly because if Javante is not ready in time, uh, great for the first week or two. Even if he is, I think P Ryan is a top tier handcuff in the league. Um, in redrafts, I'm kind of learned now that. Um, you know, it's fine to handcuff your own running backs, but it's not going to win you anything. You want to handcuff other guys' backs because if that guy goes down, boom, you have a starter again. If your guy goes down, oh, cool, you have the handcuff. It's either the same or worse. So that's my uh, philosophy for this year. Yeah, I think it's sound. I mean, like taking your handcuff to get 60% of the value doesn't make sense. There's only a few true handcuffs out there in the weekend in a given year. But Samaji P. Ryan and Gabe Davis were the two guys I had queued up, and I thought one would at least follow them. Um, I think Gabe Davis is a good pick. I mean, he still had 800 yards last year. Yeah. He was underwhelming from his draft stock position, but gets another year under his belt. Um, Not a lot of competition there. So, Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and take Elijah Mitchell here. Um, I was going to take so- him. Or P. Ryan for that same, for the same thing. Argument. Like he is, yeah, he's one of those true handcuff guys in the league. He plays, you know, with Christian McCaffrey ahead of him. Not historically the healthiest guy, but I was thinking about this earlier. This is a this is a one hundred percent a theory, but like Christian McCaffrey just might play through more stuff with San Fran than he ever would agree to for Carolina. He got his bag. They're good. Like, and he's probably having a lot more fun than San Fran, you know, playing with those guys. Um, so, like, there's a there's a chance that Christian McCaffrey's, you know, weird injury history, right, was not like he was just always, you know, lo- like um, pulling hamstrings and stuff. He had some weird ones. So, but Elijah Mitchell's super good at football, and he's on one of the most creative runs. Yeah, and, and I mean, at the end of the year, we'll, we'll... When he came back, you saw games where you could start both those guys in fantasy. Like he was giving you oh, RB2 sure. numbers some weeks at the end of the year with CMC. Dick, you're doing terrible. I love it. <laughs> I 
<laughs> deep in thought over here of what I want. It's 10th round here, and it's just looking lame. I'm going to game a chicken between uh, two other teams on when quarterback goes to. Dickie team sucks. You say my team sucks or Dickie's team? No, Dickie's. Yeah, it's a good thing it's a mock draft because uh, half his team could be out by week two. <laughs> or not yeah. playing with Breeze Hall. Yeah. Jay was not playing either. Greg, were you saying there's only two other quarterbacks that you want? You can't risk them going around the corner? Um, I kind of don't care. Dak is the only one I'm looking at. I, I, I don't really want to touch Deshaun Watson. Um, I just think it's too soon for me to to tell. Obviously, he's great talent. I mean, we're not we're not. Uh, I'm not stupid, but he's uh, like I said, I I try and keep it as safe as I can at the drafts. Dak's a little bit safer. I wouldn't hate having him, but I also feel like I can get that same production out of Dak, if not more with a lesser ADP guy like Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones right. or freaking Geno Smith, you know, like I right. don't really care. Um, I still feel, I still don't feel as confident with all my wide receivers. I feel like I have some boomer bust guys like Traylor Burks and Marquise Brown, Chris Godwin can some, you know, there's some question marks around him too, even though I feel comfortable with them and he's yeah. got to play for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the the makeup of my team. I kind of want to get someone that I can I rely upon while it's, you know, rookie quarterback in Carolina. Adam Thielen is their wide receiver one. So I'm going to go ahead and take him here late in the 10th round. I feel like as far as, again, safe pick goes, it's a wide receiver one. You know, it's, it's, it's a veteran that I think has taken his game to – not over the t- like he's not going to be running deep routes anymore. I think he's going to be kind of sitting in close uh, to the line of scrimmage, and I think that he could be a PPR guy this year. So I think uh, I think I'm going to go there. Yeah, he's like the what I would say about Thielen is he seems like the only adult in the room, right? <laughs> you know, like because like I was just I quickly wanted to look because I kind of forgot that because they got DJ Chark. Um, and they still have Terrence Marshall Jr. Terrence Marshall Jr. had some bright spots last year. Um, they also have Visca. Really, yeah, and not an adult, um, right? Shy no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. there was a, there's another one too. I feel like, but, but we're and missing. then they draft they drafted Jonathan Mingo in the second Mingo. Or third round. Exactly. Are you, you guys talking Mingo's. about the stud receivers at Carolina? Yeah, yes. nice. Craig, because Craig took Thielen, and that's a good pick. Then there, I like Mingo's ability. I don't know if he is ready to run NFL caliber routes. Um, good speed, size, athleticism, not an adult. Completely agree. Uh, after Thielen went Zay Jones, which could be a sneaky pick this year. Jarek McKinnon. Uh, running back two in Kansas City. Sorry, Ceh. Um, no, he's RB one, B two. Like he does a way different thing than Pacheco does. Yeah, right. I actually love that pick. So, Devin Singletary. So we all stay on for McKinnon. I just cut you off. He's thirty. Talk about Ceh. 
longer. Uh, no, I didn't need to. I was just, <laughs> it was just a rub. It was just a rub at you. Um, yeah, but anyway, you, I just want to round this out. Uh, Devin Singletary in Houston, uh, Kendry Miller uh, for New Orleans, uh, Cole Komet. Uh, that is a that is a tight end in the NFL, uh, and <laughs> Dak Prescott. Uh, so that was one of the three teams that needed quarterback. There's only two left, me included. Then down to Foreman. So, so would you go QB here, or you knowing that everyone else has one? Again, I still have like three that I'm okay with. Like well, even if other people you, went double, you you can go with Geno Smith as your one, and he's could That's get you a top ten. And he's QB six last year, and he added JSN. Like okay, so this is what I'm talking about, right? Okay, so you have Aaron Rodgers, who's completely underrated right now. Like this is actually asinine with the oh, kind I of wide receiver core that he's there. Didn't even see him. <laughs> Daniel Daniel Jones took a step up with Brian Dayball. Geno Geno Smith got earned a contract and and was incredible. Jared Goff has taken a step up. Um, I mean, I'm going to stay far away from Russell Wilson and Bryce Young, but like Kyler Murray sitting down there. The guy was taken probably in the first four rounds last year. Get it? He's hurt, but. For Christ's sakes, like there's so many good quarterbacks left. I don't care. Yeah, it's um, true. Uh, you know, however it works. So, so uh, go ahead. Aaron Rodgers is interesting to me because, again, like he's not even drafted yet because he doesn't run and he's old. I think people people take the dynasty factor a lot into redraft because we just did you know four months of dynasty prep. Um, being he was MVP two years ago and three years ago, like. He was quarterback 13 we, last year also. Which is a surprising because he had not one game over 20 points. So I could see a year where it's like he's talked about as MVP. Like he has the team and the weapons to, to do it. And if Devontae Adams goes there in the trade deadline, holy shit. Yeah, it's yeah. In, it's it's an incredible spot uh to have Aaron Rodgers sit this long, like in a two quarterback league. Obviously, this is not going to be how it plays out in a two quarterback league, but he's an ideal candidate as uh, you know. Yeah, later, be late. um, I'm going to play the game and wait. Um, unless you know, obviously, I've I've left the I've told you guys my strategy, but I think Aaron Rodgers has to be the pick. If not, it's you know, like I said, I'm fine outside of that. Um, and other people could you know go out and try and get him too. But I mean, there's there's good quarterbacks this year. There's a ton of good quarterbacks like. Uh, the teams that have quarterbacks that are are picking Burrow, Hurts, Jackson, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert. There are a ton of good quarterbacks this year. So I have no problem waiting. That and if you do wait and say you end up with Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, like, I mean you can just yeah, well the he, other thing you can do is you can draft just draft Kyler Murray too. And whenever Kyler's back, because Kyle like so Kyler finished as QB 19 last year and he uh, didn't play about half the season. Um, before that, he never finished outside top 10 and he runs the ball. It's, he's just a very good fantasy quarterback, regardless of the merit, like the media narrative around him. Which is why, like you saw after Trevor Lawrence, there's been two quarterbacks taken in three rounds and it's Tua and Dak. I just don't like that when I can wait three more rounds for another quarterback. Um, anyway, we didn't really talk about who I even actually took. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Foreman, yeah, Dal- right. Dalton Schultz. Then I took Romeo Dobbs. I think he's just one of those players that could make 
a big leap. I know it's Jordan Love. I mean, who who really knows how that team's going to work out? But I just liked what I saw of a rookie wide receiver last year that was drafted later in the NFL draft, and so um, he could continue. So it's uh, nice a fly doing pick. great in camp too. So yep. Then Rasheed Rice, Raheem Mostert, uh, Ty. Uh, no, sorry, Tajay Spears, um, Tyler Algier, and Tank Bigsby went. All the yeah. all the cuffs going, baby. Cuffs are so, going. So I went Tank Bigsby. I think that there is room for Tank Bigsby to get carries pretty early on um, in Jacksonville if they want to have him bang inside. Like, he can't catch a football. He's not going to ever be a third down back. He's a down one, down two back. And I just really, really liked his tape coming out of college. Uh, an auto pick just went after her. Bigsby for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, or Favre's. So if yeah. he has two QBs, I'm sure he's, he's gonna. He's probably gonna get up getting a third if he's gonna auto pick. He's gonna get a third. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm up. Um. We're talking about like you know, all these handcuffs going again. I I took Piran the round before. I'm gonna take Jalen Warren this round. Another top handcuff in the NFL to um Najee Harris. And then I'll probably go back to a wide receiver. Um, damn, I don't love like any of these guys. So maybe we'll go with wide receiver. Yeah, I'm not in love with yeah, what's out there. I think it's a reach, but um, all right. So I'll go running back and go with Jeff Wilson. I mean, he was oh, he got more <laughs> work at the end of the year than um, Mostert. Um, they both got a one-year contract. Jeff Wilson got paid more. Yeah, I was going to say so he take that a, a little bit, and I think all the word is if Cook signs there, Mostert's the one that's going to get traded or cut. So, I I think Jeff Wilson's a starting running back for Miami, and if they wanted Dalvin Cook, they would have had him and inside him. I think I think they're I think um, McDaniel is totally fine going with Wilson. Uh, Morris, I mean, not Morris, uh, Mostert, and then uh, Shane. And then Akonkwa went, Derek is up. Yeah. Ooh, it's real tough here in the wide receiver world. I'm going to go for upside and take Mingo. We were just talking about mm-hmm. the Carolina wide receivers. Maybe they find some role for him in the offense, but it's it's late and uh. The like guy that I really wanted to take was Michael Gallup because I think Michael Gallup is really good and he was kind of just off his game a little bit last year because he was coming off a pretty bad injury. Um, but it's a really crowded wide receiver room with Brandon Cooks there in Dallas now. So, um, and you know CD is going to get a lot of a lot of th- those a lot of those targets. So I'm going to go with Mingo, the wild card wide receiver room there in Carolina, and just hope that he can produce um round 12 it's a time to do it yeah again you don't hit on these guys you drop them for the big whip waiver ad week one so yeah take big swings late in the late in the draft if you don't need to share up a position yeah so late in the draft take upside guys high ceiling guys don't take the safe i'm looking at the board like tyler boy like you're hoping for an injury um, to one of Higgins or Chase. 
Yeah, I mean, with those guys on the field, there's only so many targets. So I'm looking at Tyler Boyd right now. He had his lowest target share in four years um, with 83 targets. And 83 targets will never, like, just you can't net out a wide receiver two or even a middle middle in wide receiver. I mean, he got lucky with six touchdowns to make him like a wide receiver three. Yeah. Um, and Chase was out for a good amount of yeah. last season too. So, uh, and Dickie auto picked a second quarterback. I'm getting nervous just from the auto picks. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Not that I was going to take Tyler. Boyd. Oh, there Tyler goes, Boyd did just. There goes Tyler Boyd. Um, I swear to God, if this is an auto pick quarterback, I'm going to lose it. No, although, although, left. although there is Anthony Rich, uh, Richardson over Aaron Rodgers, but if it auto picks Aaron Rodgers, we're going to lose it. Just because this is my next pick. Holding my breath. My phone isn't loading, Dickie. All right, so That's... we have a uh, little over two rounds left. Does everyone have a QB now besides you, or is there one more team? Nope. Yeah. Jeff's the only other one. And honestly, he's he, playing the same game. So you he's playing the same you game. You have to go QB here. I have to go QB here. Although now that I do it, he doesn't have to until the end. And without these auto picks, there's oh, Richardson. Thank God. Yeah, but but it's a mod draft. So you, you're gonna see people take a second. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah. There's going to be some teams that do take two quarterbacks. I I, I honestly project most leagues to have most members take a, or most teams take a quarterback or a backup one. Um, So I don't really think that you're going to get Aaron Rodgers in the 12th, but just the makeup of how this worked out with me taking the two tight ends early when I was honestly contemplating taking a quarterback at my set, that next pick, um, which would have been, horribly gross looking at Joe Barrow going three rounds later. Um, it's worked out yeah. lovely. Um, I don't think that I even need to take a, a backup at this point. Um, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, I'll just go get Zach Wilson on the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. on the old. Uh... Yep. And, and you're set for life. Yep. You're good. <laughs> so after your Rodgers pick, Nico Collins, Ezekiel Elliott, I think that's fine to take him in the t- 12th round. He's getting sent somewhere. Rondell Moore, Michael Gallup, Jared Goff to start the 13th round. Uh, that was Jeff taking his first quarterback. Roshan Johnson, again, a fine pick here for the handcuff. Or the third string. I mean, I, I don't know. So, Chicago Bears. Foreman or Johnson? Yeah, I don't know. They do yeah. the same thing. Like, you don't know. You don't know. They all do the and, same thing. And honestly, that's a scary all, thing. All three of them could be like a starter at different points in the season. Like, because they're all, they're all seemingly good. It's what Carolina did last right. year without CMC. Like, it's, yeah, you're right. It's probably identical almost. Uh, DJ Chark, Daniel Jones, Craig, you took Gus Edwards. Um, that's a very good pick there with the JK Dobbins it's, pulled out. They just don't want to uh they always want to keep Edwards relevant in Baltimore. So why not feed into it? 
I've been hating on it for years because I wanted them to pick one running back, but I'm just going to go and lean into it. <laughs> I wonder, like, because, like, though Gus, because Gus Edwards is coming off of an ACL too, and I don't think he could afford to lose a step. So it'll be interesting to see. And he had a bad year compared to Gus Edwards. He, I thought he, Gus... he was below five yards a carry the first time ever, 4.98. I thought Gus Edwards had the ACL two years ago. It was two years ago. Yeah, you just didn't look right. Either did Dobbins. So I'm and saying it's like now, now that the like first, uh, yeah. he missed the first six weeks yeah. last year, and then it was missed a few games here and there. But and we've just seen that it takes a full year removed from a really bad knee injury for running backs to come back. I think Saquon's a great example of that, right? Um, so like we should see Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins at the kind of top of their game or what we would expect to be the top of their game. So, yeah. And, and one thing too, I always like to say at the end of these drafts is pick a guy that after week one, you know what his role is. If Gus Edwards doesn't get a snap and Mark uh, Melvin Gordon ends up taking that role, I'm fine dropping Gus Edwards. If Gus Edwards is getting that 50, 50, then I hit. Right. Right. So it's just you you want to take those guys you can really decide on right away because there are going to be guys on the waiver wire you want to go after and you need guys to drop. And I'm not saying pick a guy because you know you're going to drop them. Um but right. I mean it's the upside of the Ravens right. run game, right? Like they should still continue I even with their with a new coordinator, like they live by their like core tenants as a, you know, as a franchise, which is run the rock and play defense. And like, even when they're at their, like when they're at their best and they're competing for Super Bowls, they're running the ball. Well, it's a core concept in that, on that, in that franchise, man, these, uh, the auto picks are very loud. Yeah, they're, they're very loud. So <laughs> I'll pick my guy, uh, Derek, you picked Hodges. I think it's a great pick in the second yeah. to last round. So, yeah, second to last round, Isaiah Hodgins was really hot down the stretch for the Giants. Um, They went out and they got Hyatt, um, the wide receiver from Tennessee, in the draft. And they didn't really do much else outside of bringing in Darren Waller. So, wide receivers still have to catch footballs on offensive teams. (laughs) Just like, so, like, I think, like, late round swings on Giants wide receivers. Again, he could be cut by week two. We could just, like, not play even 50% of the snaps in the first two games. And then, yeah, you know, he's a clear cut. But. All right. Um, My pick in the 30th round, I'm going MVS here. Um, oh, I should have picked him. High upside guy for the best office in the league. And then just to make my draft look way better, Kyler Murray in the last round. Yeah. Yeah. Which he is... Shouldn't last that long. <laughs> he, will, no. he, he will never. I bet like this is a, Every person's here drafting. There's a few auto picks at the end, but Kyler should have been reached at rounds ago. Right. Yeah. So I'm taking one of the biggest uh, hype. Oh, you camp, fucker. One of the biggest <laughs> camp hype guys that I've seen in a while. And that's Justin Ross and Casey. I think it's half everyone wants him to be good and half yeah. like for Kansas City. It's um, such a, it'd be such a great story, dude. <laughs> it would be such a good story. I mean, he was... You know, he was the like leading receiver on the Clemson team that won the national championship as a true rookie or true freshman in college. Um, just been battling injuries. Um, 
since like since his sophomore year in college. Um, but I mean, dude can ball. Um, he plays Mahomes. There's not much else you gotta say. Um, right, like as you said, wide receivers. I mean, offenses need wide receivers to catch the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's. Ah oh, man, I wanted that moment in the spotlight for Justin <laughs> Ross. Like everyone I've talked to, anyone that has talked in fantasy sports has said, "Get this guy in your last round because he could be a home run." Uh, and again, if week one he's not even taking a snap, then you know. Then you. But know. if he's on the first team, then Jesus Christ, watch out! Right. I Fucking mean, diggy, moms diggy, can make Jane anyone turn. James Prochet just went. Um, Dickie's being a, a dickhead now. Dickie's Alec, buffering. Alec Pierce went after that. I think that's a great pick in the last round. Yep. Chase Brown. Yeah. Uh, Year two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. All right. So I did want that flash of uh, Ross, and I was thinking Wandale Robinson too, because he's another yeah, one that could mm-hmm. be um, a big flash, but I didn't take him. I took Robert Woods. Uh, just because, smart. Yeah, he's just a <laughs> he's the wide receiver one in Houston. So right, we'll see. We'll see. What do you mean we'll see? Who do you Nick- think is Nico Collins? Yeah, fuck yeah. No way. Robert Wood still has something left, man. No, I mean that's a great pick for that last round. Yeah, last round exactly. Yeah, Houston should be interesting. I mean, their defense was actually pretty good last year through the second half of the year. Like, they don't. If Stroud's good, like they could be five hundred. I like Stroud. I think I think I like I him like... better than Bryce Young. I I don't like Houston over Carolina, um. But right, I like Stroud over Young. Yeah, the NFL draft this year just put almost every single player you liked in a position where you didn't like. It was the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. It was like every single one of them, especially the running backs. Besides I mean, Bijan, besides Bijan, right? Look at the yeah. wide receivers. I mean, not. I mean, Addison was probably the best landing spot. I mean, Quinton Johnson went as third string, and Jackson Smith and Jigba went third string. I mean, right? You know, it's all and, the really good ones went third. And like Seattle taking Charbonnet when they had Kenneth Walker. Yeah, like, so stupid. You know, let's, let's take so two uh, two rookie offensive weapon guys in the first two rounds, <laughs> like. Or like Tajay Spears was like one of the darling hype guys, you know, going into yep. the draft and gets put behind Derrick Henry. And it's like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, Cause like, it, like with the running backs too, so much talent's coming out of college. It's like, if they don't flash in their first couple of years, their career's just over, regardless of how good right. they are. Like you just, it's hard to find the field. So many of them, which is why the running back market and money is the way that it is. Cause there's just so many of them. And the NFL ran the football like more last year than they did in years past, and running back position still got less valuable, <laughs> which is fucking insane. Um, yeah. so after Robert Woods went, Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson, KJ Osborne, and to end the entire draft, CH, Mister Irrelevant, Mister Irrelevant. It's a perfect spot for him. But <laughs> thanks. I'm surprised that the actual Mister Irrelevant to get drafted in um, what's his name and. San Fran Purdy, but oh yeah, well no one wants to touch that right now. Everyone wants to see who's actually the starter. 
I really wish we banded together as a league and made Russell Wilson undrafted, but we couldn't get it done. He went nope. the second to last round. He actually went. Yeah. Did he go? Yeah. Oh, yeah, second to last round. Which is like obviously um, good value. Just an unlimited pick right there, though. Yeah. Unlimited. Unlimited. <laughs> All right. So that's the mock draft. Um, we'll t- put a screenshot out um, for Twitter, Instagram, see what you guys like. Excuse Let us me, know. sir. It's yeah. X. Sorry. Uh, Twitter X. So <laughs> Twitter X. Twitter's <laughs> transition. Before you it... came into the pod, we did our intro. And before the intro, he's like, uh, you have a typo. I'm like, what? He's like, it's not a tw- Twitter, it's X. So <laughs> follow us on X. <laughs> it just sounds like so, it's so weird. So stupid. Wolf.com is definitely a porn site. <laughs> it's not. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Do you think oh, Elon had to pay a lot for that? Uh, like, I guess Microsoft owns the trademark, so there will be an impending lawsuit <laughs> over the yeah, next Yeah, yeah, yep. But yeah, Twitter is fun. It is. All right. Well, uh, that will do it for our mock draft version one. We'll have at least at least two more, maybe three more before the start of the season. Drafts kicking off. I think. Uh, Craig, you're part of the Red Dog uh, League. Yeah. You guys are drafting next weekend. Twelfth. Twelfth. August twelfth. Yes, that's next weekend. So that's. I mean, it's early, but again, this is a. Uh, it starts now. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how all the running backs pan out before, like people with later drafts. But I don't think it's going to matter if you draft right now or September, like or like late August, early September. I don't think the running backs will be figured out by then. Like, I don't think no. that Taylor or Jacobs will really be figured out until we get into the season. I'm just going to pretend they're playing. Because yeah. if I swear to God, if Jonathan Taylor or Josh Jacobs are there sitting at me, sitting in the back of the second round, I'm not going to pass that up. That's just stupid value. Regardless of how much I like to say I, I, how safe I want to be in my drafts and then make trades later, I just can't fathom a top five running back sitting that long. Yeah. And like, and if they do play and you get them at that value, it puts you way ahead of everyone else right away. Like, in- right. Third place doesn't get you anything, right? It's only about first place. Yep. All right. So that will do it for the podcast. Uh, Derek Craig, thanks you for joining. Everyone else on the Matra, thank you so much. Um, except for Dickie, he kind of blew the whole thing. That's why it's a little <laughs> long podcast because of Dickie. Dickie. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, stay with us. Montrass coming, sleepers, bus, breakouts, all the fun picks coming to you in a few weeks. So um, for all of us here at TSF, stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shell Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Stay loose.